Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Donald Trump, eh? It happened. It happened. I didn't think it would happen, but it's happened. Nobody thought. Well, except for some people are like, oh yeah, we totally knew this was happening all along. Like, no, you didn't. Everyone who is a commentator should be fired. Leading us on? Yes. Not a great day, is it? What do we do now? I don't know. I feel like a lot of people voted just to, as like a protest, and now they're going to find out that that was stupid. Like they feel let down by the system and they've voted someone in who isn't part of the system, but he's going to like screw it all up anyway, so... He has no policies, he's got no plans, he's an awful person. I feel like we should have been spending our time leading up to the election a bit better. Building a bunker, putting a base on Mars. <laughs> Here's my thing, right? We could all build, each nation could build its own bunker and then we have like secret tunnels that go under the oceans so we can like travel and stuff and talk to each other. But like only sane people can have the passwords to get into the bunker. And then after four years, some of us go up, not the people of colour or women, so you'd probably have to go up as a white male, check what's going on. If it's all good, we all come out. If not, get some supplies for us, come back, stay for another four years. Then we go up and then everything's okay, question mark? It's not your most practical idea. Right. Well, it's too late now anyway. Otherwise, it'd be great. We, we should have done that, yeah. Um, do you have a better plan? Anything I, would have been better than just sitting idly by and letting this happen. Well, nothing we could have done here in Brisbane. It's very true. You know, you, you get the government you deserve, is what they say. And, you know, they've, they do say that. No, I was just thinking, did we deserve Tony Abbott? Yeah. Did we? You, if you voted him in, you deserve him, yeah. Well, yeah, if you vote him in. What about the people who don't vote him in? Well, it means that the other side haven't done good enough. Oh, so it's our fault, is it? No, we haven't convinced enough people. <laughs> the people who get the most votes win. <laughs> Except in Except this in case. America. <laughs> doesn't always happen like that. No. <laughs> God. Well, we don't want to say much more because there's nothing that we can add to the conversation, really. But There's many more people who are more intelligent than us who have said much more useful things surrounding this. But it's got us down this week. I feel kind of like really a bit numb and just frozen a little bit. Like what do we do now? And I'm like we're both people of privilege in terms of, I don't know, a general meaning. We're both white. We have all of our parents alive and... We're not homeless. Yeah, we do better than some people. Yeah. But I am a woman who is part of a group that have been 
Hmm, what word shall we use? I don't know. He insulted every group possible, so... Yeah. He's totally unqualified. So he talked about sexually assaulting women. Boasted about it, really. He's still president. And me being a woman, as a woman, <laughs> mm. uh, I just kind of feel like if so many people voted for him, they must agree with what he thought. And then does that mean that I don't really have a place in this society if so many people hate women as much as he does and believe the things that he said? Where's my place then? I'd agree with that up to a point. I don't know if everyone who voted for him exactly has every view that he has about the world. I think perhaps sometimes they're voting in spite of some of the things he said. I'm not trying to defend them or anything, but sometimes I vote for somebody who I don't agree with everything 100% as well. I Yeah, I agree with that. I have too. But Like, like personally, I, I support the Labour Party here in Australia, but I don't at all agree with what, they, what they're doing with refugees. So, But at what point do you say that one thing that they've done is enough to tip me off to, off the edge to be like, no, I'm not going to support them anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like if Bill Shorten, our current Labor leader, boasted about sexually assaulting women, would that well, if, make if, you not if, support him? If Bill Shorten did that, he'd be sacked as leader. That's the difference here. Yeah, it's very different. He wouldn't have gotten anywhere close to being prime minister. No. I think that's what annoys me too. If Clinton had done one of the things that Trump did, mm-hmm. There is no way that she would be yeah. in the running. If Barack Obama had done, you know, number 100 on the list of the top 100 bad things that Trump has done, yeah, he would have been be out. out of it. So. They seem to like that, though. They seem to like mm. that he could say whatever he wanted. He could be racist. He could yeah. be... It was like inversely, the more stuff that he did mm. wrong, the more popular he got mm. and the more bulletproof he got. I just want to backtrack a bit. I wasn't saying that everyone who voted for him supported every single sentence that he said, but... Yeah, but to vote for a man like that. Knowing all those things. Knowing all those things. There has to be a time, right, Mm. when you support someone. And I struggle with this in my personal life. Like we've got friends, right, that if one of those friends had a very racist view or a very homophobic view, can I still be friends with them? Like where's the line of that's your opinion, that's my opinion, and that's dangerous and awful and I don't want to be associated with that, you know? Mm -hmm. And none of these things that Trump has said have made the voters that voted for him feel that way. Mm. Even if they didn't support all the things that he said about women, for example, they didn't not not support it. Yeah. Yeah, they've tacitly approved of it or condoned it yeah. by still voting for him anyway. And yeah, then I, I think that's kind of just as bad. Mm, totally. It's very hard to understand, I don't know, in Australia it's compulsory to vote and... We're kind of forced to use our right. And I like that because it forces people who are lazy and don't give a shit to have a say anyway. Mm-hmm. And there's a very, there's a minority here that don't vote and get fined and they can deal with that in their own conscience. But I can't imagine not having a say when so many countries around the world die for their right to have a say Mm -hmm. and then I don't know I just I can't imagine having such privilege like that and just throwing it away I just feel really I feel devastated I feel really sad that this has happened and I don't know what 
the next step is. Like I, I really think it's going to go one of two ways, right? He's either going to be totally crazy and do everything he said and the whole world's going to burn and we're all going to die or he's going to do nothing and everything will be at a standstill for at least four years. And I think the latter is the better option, but it's still bad in its own right. Yep, no matter what happens, it's going to be interesting, isn't it? It's like watching a car crash. It's going to be a four-year-long car crash mm. that we're all going to be part of. I'd just like to say also there's been a lot of hate online about people from other countries commenting on the election, kind of a this doesn't affect you, so how do you have a right mm. you know, to comment and stuff, mm. to which I say, well, it does affect us, and if you don't think it does, then you're very ignorant. Because, what was it, a day after he got in or something, there were university students down in Sydney. As it happened, though. As it happened, yelling slogans and everything. There are Muslim ladies getting hate from supporters of Trump about their dress and, I, I don't know, it's... This happening has almost given people who feel certain ways the vindication and the confidence that yes they're doing the right thing all around the world so it's just increasing hate in australia in the uk and europe everywhere it's not just confined to this small group of crazy right-wing americans it has large implications in how people treat other people you can't make yourself the world superpower and um export your culture all mm. around the world, modestly, and then complain when people around the world are interested in your mm. election. And not, not expect it to have an effect as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, Crazy that they think that happens. So as of now, the podcast is still running and we're all still alive, but could change at any minute, I guess. <laughs> well, last night we saw a movie, so... That's good, I guess. Why not? World's going to end. You may as well do. We're all going to die anyway, aren't we? So yeah. why bother doing anything <laughs> worthwhile? Oh, God. The movie was called Their Finest. I'm not sure how to pronounce the director's name, but it's I think it's Loney. Lone? Lon? I'd say Lone Scherfig. Well, fair enough. <laughs> She's a Danish director. She's um, done lots of good movies. She's done An Education. I really like that. Yeah, that's a great movie. One Day. I haven't seen that. Have oh, I have. I didn't like. Well, I didn't like the book very much, so... The movie was alright, I guess. Okay. But their finest was awesome. It's set during World War Two. And it's about Gemma Arterton's character, Katrin. She's a Welsh woman. <laughs> and she finds herself writing a movie for the British propaganda um, during World War Two. It's not out properly yet. We've seen it at the British Film Festival that's um, running around Australia at the moment. I think it comes out in Britain next year, so... Crazy, we've seen it now. Mm. Film's kind of like a element. It's like a historical romance sort of thing. It also it's got feminist elements about this woman up against um, a man's world, or particularly men centric world during World War Two. Mm. Interesting though, but because so many men were off fighting the war and dying in the war, that actually gave women a chance to um, enter the workforce. Gave them a lot of opportunities that they wouldn't have had otherwise, yeah. which is quite interesting. I loved the movie. It was like my favourite movie up to a point. There was a particular moment that happened and... You'll you'll know it when you watch it. And I couldn't go back on that. 
I don't understand. Well, no, I shouldn't. I shouldn't say I don't understand why they did it because I do understand why they did it. I guess I just didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like the reasons for them doing that. Why? Because didn't need it. I felt like we'd gotten the point already without that happening as well, but that particular moment was needed for her character at the end of the film. So I understand why. I just yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just struggle when I like happy endings. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it is. <laughs> I want everyone to just love each other and be happy ever after and make it all okay. And I guess the point is this was a war movie and that's not what happened back then. Not always happens in war. No. Movie's great though. Gemma Arden, wonderful actress. Sam Claflin, who was in Me Before You, um, plays her co-writer, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he is really great. Like, he's actually a really good actor. I was yeah. really pleasantly surprised. Um, Bill Nye, he's in it as well, and he's great, as always. He's amazing. They're all great. Well, yeah. everyone's great in this film. Really great Great, acting. great, great. <laughs> I think I've learned something, though. I would not be good in a war scenario. Do you think you would be good? Firstly, ouch, no, you, you that you, you didn't have more faith in you me. You said you've learned that. Well, yes, but you could have been like... Before this, did you not know either way? Is that what you're trying to say? Well, I guess I just hadn't really thought about it. Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) But to go into like a bunker with everyone and have to like hide from air raids and have your house like explode around you and like plaster fall down, I just... What effort, hey? It's a lot of effort. I feel like I'm being really offensive right now. (laughs) But I would not be good in a war situation. No. Same as in an apocalypse. I just wouldn't be good in that situation. I think in any scenario that's not current day, I wouldn't be good. Mm. Taking back 100 years, they wouldn't have TV and stuff. What would you do? You'd sit around, I suppose. You could read. You could work in the mines, probably. Mm. No. See, exactly. <laughs> but does that mean like in 100 years people are going to look back at our time and be like, how do they survive without 3D hologram Surround sound things. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Well, I can't see the predictive future. God. Back to the movie. The feminist elements were really cool. I really liked that. So the, in the film they're making a film. I love when they do that. Yeah. And the, the film they're making is about um, Dunkirk. And they found these two um, girls who took a, a boat out to Dunkirk during the evacuation to rescue some soldiers. Um, and so um, Gemma Arterton's Katrin is really working really hard to try and make that story authentic but also honour the girls. And then she comes comes across all these like studio people who want to make um, Johnny the hero the whole time, mm. you know, all, the char- all the male mm-hmm. characters, and so she has to, eventually has to fight, you know, to try and make it. Because what they're trying to do is make this propaganda to inspire people at home but they think that people at home want to watch men be heroes. Yeah. But actually, everyone's part of the hero effort. Everyone mm. feels like they're part of it, you know. It's awesome. It was really interesting from, like, a film studio perspective, watching her go through all those sorts of things and comments on actors and, like, rewriting scripts and stuff. Yeah. I think we found really interesting because we're, we're interested in that industry. Bill Nye plays an old actor and he's he's kind of funny in the, um, I don't know, like the fussy old, how do you describe him today? Kind of like um, every stereotype about an old actor who talks about his craft and yeah, that sort of thing. Very yeah. serious about his craft. Um, he seems to have played um, like a 
uh, Sherlock Holmes sort of character beforehand. That's mm. what he's he's best known for. Having trouble getting roles, wants to still play the hero in films. Even though he's like 65 yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. All that was so interesting, watching all that happen. And I really liked, like, they, they go to Devon to film, um, film. Mm. and I liked how they captured the camaraderie that happens when you're away on set making a movie together. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. And I noticed just by the credits that a lot of the crew roles um, seem to be filled by women as well, mm. which is cool. Um, it's not that women are going to be better than men or even any different to men. They just need a chance Absolutely. to make films, you know. I think it's interesting that a female director hired mostly female Seems like crew, it. probably because she knows what the struggle's like. Yeah. It's interesting that we've seen Hillary Clinton work twice as hard as a man and the man got the job. And we've seen a great movie by a female director with female crew. I don't know. There's something there. I don't know what it is, but women can do shit, you know? Yeah. Well, women aren't going to be better or worse than men. They just don't ever get the chance in a lot of areas. Mm -hmm. And then they need to have the chance to succeed and fail just as much as a man does. And that that goes for any minority group. I agree. You know, that isn't a white man. Mm. We're going to be minorities eventually. That's going to terrify right-wing conservatives. Sure is. All right, then, go see Their Finest if it comes out in your area. If the world's not dead by then. Yeah. It's a really great movie. It is. But you'll know know the bit I'm talking about, listeners. For the record, I don't think it was that bad. When he liked the bit. He loved it. It was his favourite bit. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that's true. But, yeah, if the movie's near you, go watch it. I would give it four parts of Sam out of whole. I don't know. How's that scale work? I don't know. Well, I say how many Sams, but I don't know if you give him four Sams or four portions of Sam. There were okay. five as a whole. Righto. Well, four out of five in relation to Sam. Yeah. I'd probably give it the same. Four out of five. Awesome. All right, then. Um, I hope the president-elect doesn't ruin the world. Um, if he does, had a good run as a civilization. So, yeah. See you all in the afterlife. But yeah, be good to each other before then. Just be nice to each other. Can we not just love each other a bit more? My <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you. Richard E. Grant. Always great. I'm sorry. How can you be alive and not know who Richard E. Grant is? I What's he been in? Their finest. Well, yeah, thank. No, scroll down, please. Just stop. He's in Gosford Park. I've never seen that. We watched it together. Did we? Yes. When? I downloaded it. We watched it all alone. God. I don't remember it. Murder Mystery One. I don't remember it. Stephen Fry comes in at the end. You hated it when he came in. I don't remember. As a detective. Can you scroll up? Oh, yeah, that way. Oh, is it about time? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.